Anyway, here's, here's what we're gonna do is, is uh, I'm just gonna try to show you in scripture for the next two, three weeks. Um, that is true. You know, there's, there's obviously healing today. And uh, how many of you guys have ever wanted to be participate in his healing ministry? Yeah, yeah every, every one of you can do it tonight and I'll show you. It's really not a difficult thing. Um, you don't have to pray fast, twist his arm, do anything nonsense. Uh, you can't produce a speck of healing and I can't produce a speck of healing. He produces it all. Does that make sense? And we are his body. That's, the, that's the how simple it is, is he dwells in us. And uh, here's what I know. When we pray for people, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, the reality of it. And so we're not gonna do it weird like, uh, uh, but here's what I do know. If we, if we consist in prayer, really, to me, it's, it's more about getting your heart prepared that, man, can I trust this guy? Can I trust this God that has compassion and loves me perfectly? Because if we can get somebody in that position where they actually can relax a little bit and trust him, um, guess what? We see a lot of physical healings. In fact, uh, some of you guys saw at our house Wednesday, I don't know if you guys, I sent it to some of you guys, where one of my friend Mark came in and his son Caleb, and he had a torn labrum from football and he was supposed to have surgery Monday. I haven't, I haven't heard what they're gonna do, but, and he said, if I bring him, can you pray for him? And I was like, yeah, of course, bring him. And so some of you guys, how many of you guys were on the table when we did that? You guys see it? Was there anything difficult there? Huh? I had to stop Bill from trying to push him over and say, healed in Jesus' name, but other than that, no, I was just joking. None of that, does that make sense? None of that, it's just, it should be part of life. It should be a simple, simple little thing that just his, his, his life starts flowing out of us. Anyway, um, we had the torn labrum and uh, we just prayed for him and it's so, probably so different than what most of you heard. Here's what we said, we were like, Caleb, here's what I want you to do. I want you to do nothing. I don't want you to have faith for healing. I don't want you to, I don't want you to do anything. I want you to just hang out. And because uh, if he's not healing us, what are we going to do? If he's not doing it, what are we going to do at the end of the day? I'm not going to yell louder or pray harder or anything like that. It's just that I know if we do pray, uh, we have a lot more healings than if we don't. And that's where I kind of leave it. I don't want anybody to go away going, I'm believing for my healing in faith. Because I see that end in condemnation and judgment for most people, to be honest with you. So we'll, we're going to pray for people and you'll watch. You'll see people be healed. So anyway, we prayed for Caleb and, and uh, so... <laughs> um, and I don't know what, sometimes it, 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 it's interesting. Most of the time they'll feel warm or their body will start moving and doing things. As we were praying, some of you guys saw, I go, you feel anything? He goes, yeah, I, start, I started feeling stuff pop. I go, oh, cool, that's cool. Um, and then I said, it must've been all my praying, fasting and good living. I said, no, it's, like, no it, it's none of that. But then they sent me a video the next morning where he couldn't move his arm at all behind him or above his head and he's doing this. I'll show you the video. If some of you guys, I'll, I'll give it to you guys. I sent it to some of you. I can't remember who. That's just how real it is. That's all I want to show you. Not because I did anything cool, etc. Does, does that make sense to you guys? Because here's what he wants to do. He wants to heal your physical body as well as your heart, your spirit, everything in you. So here's what we're going to do is uh, uh, I wrote a couple notes. So uh, simple. Prayer works if you do it. How's that sound? If you don't do it, it probably doesn't work. We are his body, so he operates through us. We Remember that Christian song like, if we're his hands and we're his eyes, why aren't we doing this stuff? I go, I don't know, we should. So I just want you to know that if you know anybody that has physical needs, et cetera, bring them every week if you want. I don't wanna, I, I want this to just be, I don't wanna, after these two, three weeks, I don't want it to have a healing service. I want every service to be healing service because that's how it should be. Follow me? Because um, that's what he does freely. So uh, we're gonna, then we're gonna uproot some of the negative stuff that, that I've heard that I think actually hurts people, um, it has nothing to do with your level of faith. You guys ever heard that? And so I see a lot of these big ministries uh, going, 
hey, if you're, as soon as your belief's above your unbelief, then it'll work, I go, that is just garbage to me. And I'll, I'll show you through scripture where that, that cause then, you know, and, it just doesn't make sense. You know, think about being a father or a mother, grandfather, grandparent again, and go, faith is the currency of my family. Do you say that to your kids before you feed them? No, if, if, you, if, they're, if they're feeling bad, et cetera, don't we have compassion on them? And we'll do anything to make them feel better, right? It's just this rigid faith nonsense that I've heard where it, gets, it really lacks compassion in my opinion and puts all the burden of being healed back on you. And because let's be honest, if, if we look at every major big healing ministry, there's just as many people that haven't been healed as been healed. And I, I think the guilt trip is just, they go, I'm gonna stop praying for you because it's obvious your unbelief that why you're not being healed. Oh, good job, big shot. You know, like, how does that make that person feel? So I, I, I'm just, I think we just need to be honest about this and go, let's, he's doing it. Let's participate in doing it. Let's pray. I do know this is if you, if you pray, you're really preparing your heart. And a lot of times you see a lot more things if you don't pray. It's about that simple. Does that make sense to you guys? So we're gonna get rid of that, 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 that weird, uh, hey, you gotta have this level or anything else. Um, it's a, we, we just read in Colossians, he's in and through and withholds everything through what? Is him, himself, his spirit. And so the gift of healing is a free gift in the spirit. So you don't need to pray for it, you need to fast for it, you need to do anything for it, it's part of who he is, it's part of his life. Now there's gifts of the spirit, which we'll probably talk about a little bit more next week, not this week, but I get it, like hey, you know, Paul goes, hey, are all of us healed, do all of us do these things? Listen, his spirit has everything in it, in every one of you. Now I granted, some people really operate in the gift of healing more than others, etc. some people teach more, etc. but you all have the same spirit is what it says. So you all have everything at any time, and that's that life he wants to live through you, so. Um, and then we'll share some testimonies and then we'll pray if any of you guys want and you'll, you'll, if some of you guys have never seen this before watch it, it'll be fun it'll be pretty bizarre like people get healed and then I, I just think it's fun I, I think it's I really do that's what we were praying with Caleb the other night I go Caleb it's kind of fun is we just let him do his thing and he lets us participate and act like we're doing it and we're not so does that help you guys so if you want to be part of his healing ministry, et cetera, he's going to do it. So let's go to this first slide. Uh, already did. All right. So I already showed this for you. I don't need to cover this again. All he's trying to show you is there's no separation. His life is now your life. He's in and through and with you and his spirit's in you. Nothing to do. Now, if, he, if all of creation is in him, then we no longer have this you're outside and I'm inside. You guys all get that? I'm trying to get that because this was the big turning point for me. I go, once I really got that the original lie was separation and now for the last 2,000 years, most of the church is still teaching separation. It's sad to me that we, we still haven't shared the gospel. You know, go, as soon as we get rid of this separation deal, now all the weird theology and teachings go away. Like, uh, and we were sharing at my house Wednesday night. This is one of the things we were sharing. I said, you know, I think we all, the world... <sighs> It's like this to me, it's um, uh, somehow we believed something better than you, so we're a little bit better, and now I gotta get you to come to my side, and so that's why you have all this Christian apologetics and all this stuff, I go, none of it works, guys. His love never fails, though. If you show love and compassion to somebody and tell them what he's already done for them, we don't need to tell them what to believe, they believe naturally. That's the, that's the simplest thing in the world to go, you mean God loves me just the way I am? Yes. So if we look at a Jew, if we look at a, 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 a Buddhist, if we look at all of creation's in him, so is he in and through everybody already? 
Yes, of course he is. Does that make sense? So the good news, what, what, what Romans is talking about, says, listen, but people don't know this because we have darkness. But it says the light shines in darkness, but the darkness doesn't comprehend it. We don't get it. It says, well, how will they know unless something tells them? And so that's what we do. We don't, we're not trying to get them in before their deathbed. We're trying to get them to enjoy life now and go, you know what? You can enjoy him now. He loves you perfectly the way you are right now. That's why you can see, I, I share a lot about my different faith friends because I like to, uh, I like to show you all, most of you guys would be envious from some of my Jewish friends and Muslim friends, etc. I was sharing at my house, I go, you'll look at them and go, why am I such an angry Christian? Such a, pick any adjective. Um, I was going to say something else, but that's a farm thing. Um, like, why are you such a, uh, most Christians I look at, right? And then you look at these guys and go, how are they loving their kids better than me? How are they loving their wife better than me? It's because Christ is in and through, withholds everything in him. There's no separation. And he's living his life through them a little bit. Now there's weeds and thorns, etc., in their lives that not everything looks glamorous, just like us, but he's trying to express himself through every human being. That's why non-believers can produce some of the best art, have some of the best technology, be some of the most successful in business, etc. And then our weird thinking, well, well, that's in the world. I go, maybe we should be a little bit like that because they're actually doing well. Anybody, anybody in for doing well? Yeah, so I'm trying to get you that there's no separation. He's in and through everything. Now, what he's sharing, he goes, especially the believers can really enjoy this, where you tr believe the truth about yourself. Does this help you? So all I'm trying to show you is he, his healing power, the spirit is in through every one of you. And I'm just gonna show you some easy ways to participate. Is that good? No pressure on you. And guess what? You'll see stuff. So, all right, let's go to that next slide. Um, so this, just to recap, really, the spirit of God is in through and holds all things together. Which, and it says it in John, it says it in Hebrews, it says it in that Colossians one, it's so beautiful to me. So the life of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is trying to flow out of all creation and every person. That's why it was always a mystery to me as soon as I got taught this weird separation Christian thing, I'm like, why was I, why was I happier over here before I did the thing? Because um, I was just living life. And I didn't feel guilty about everything. And also I become a believer and now you gotta change everything, do this, do this, go to church more, do all that. I'm like, that's the worst thing you could do most of the time. It's like, you're gonna get taught the wrong stuff in my opinion. So anyway, he's already flowing through everything and everybody. And so the gifts of the spirit are inside everyone. You guys all get that right now? So I think it, now, they're inside of everyone. Now, are, are they in this room too? Yeah, he's in and through every atom of the universe. So, you know, some, some kind, sometimes you'll feel an external sensation. Most of the time, I don't. Most of the time, that's why I ask them. I go, you feel anything? And more often than not, they go, yeah. I go, wow, cool, it works. Wow, one more time, Lord, you did it again. Amazing. So, now some of you guys will be way better at this than me. But that's probably good, because you're going this. <laughs> so, you'll enjoy healing ministry if you, if you actually do it. Now, here's what I would share with you, is don't be weird, like, at your, at your place of work, at such, you know, God will heal that. You know, you need to be in faith. They go, they're gonna, they're gonna hate you. They're gonna avoid you in the break room. They go, oh no, here he comes because he's trying to get me into the club and I just never want, the most refreshing things to me, honestly, when they go, you're a Christian? Oh, yeah, but it depends on what you mean by that. Because if, if you mean like what you, most of you see or how you grew up, no, that's not me. Or the worst to me is she knows, I go, if they call me a pastor, I go, God, 
that hurts because I, my image of it is not that good, to be honest with you. I go, these guys, those are the guys I don't trust because they're so religious and they're putting all this nonsense on them. They're a time bomb ready to blow up most of these guys. And so anyway, I just don't want to be that. So, all right. So John 14, eight. All right. So here's, here's the thing. So I think a lot of people struggle with a couple things. One, um, is it his will to heal? Who's ever heard that? Right? Is it his will to heal? And so some people go, I don't want to pray for him because I don't know if it's will to heal. Well, Jesus, Jesus was the fullness of God in a man is what it says. So it says in time past, he spoke to us through the old covenant, the Jewish writings, the law, the Psalms, the prophets, etc. But today he's spoken through his very son, Jesus Christ. And so I'm just going to show you a couple of things here. So here's John 14, 8. Philip said, Lord, show us the father and that will be enough for us. So they still don't believe. He says, show us the Father, so that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. You guys get this? So whatever you see Jesus doing is the Father's will and the Holy Spirit's will. Is this hard? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father, and the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are one, is what it says, so... Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Because he's going, how come you're still asking this? I'm, the Father and me are one. We're all one, right? Now, the, the true beauty was what it should really be is people go, uh, man, you're a believer not because you're spouting weird scriptures and trying to get people in the club. It's because you live your life loving people and having compassion on people and not judging them. Does that make sense? So that, that's how they should know us, to be honest with you. Go, man, that, he's not like the weirdos. He's actually pretty cool. That's my dream, actually. I'm like, so anyway, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? What he's trying to show you, you go, don't you know we're, we're, we're co-equals in this thing? We're, we're all together in this thing? The, world, the words I say to you, I do not speak of my own authority. Rather, it's the Father living in me who is doing his work. Now, the same thing is gonna be happening to you. Is That's why I love this coming off of seeing and believing God. Man, we've had some great testimonies with that. Like, Joe, you just told me one. So Josh shared one at our house Wednesday. Some great ones. If you, if you really start trying to just see God in your spirit, using your mind and your heart to see him and visualize him, I'm telling you, things will start happening in your life that you couldn't ever do by getting into the word more. Now, geez, I'm not even allowed in the state of Oklahoma for saying stuff like that. Um, uh, I believe me when I say that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. For verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they'll be doing even greater things than these because I go unto my Father. Now, what he's trying to say there, here's how I was taught in Christianity. If you believe in Jesus, you're in. Right? Now let me ask you this. Does, the, does the, the spirit realm, the demonic world, believe in Jesus? So are they in? Yeah, they actually are. It's pretty weird. But do you ever see a demon healing anybody? No, so he's not talking about that belief. Follow me? What he's trying to show you is he goes, if you really believe that I was that I've made all things new, that I actually am salvation, who I said it, and I've completely forgiven you for everything, you'll start to experience life. That's really what he's trying to say in my, so verily, truly, whoever believes in me will do the works that I've been doing and they will do even greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. Why does he say because I'm going to the Father? Because I'm gonna pour out my spirit on everybody who has skin and now you don't need to go find Jesus personally. We all have him in through with all us. All humanity has him living in him. Does that, does that make sense? We're all included in him is what it says. Now, does the world understand that? No, so I'm not telling you we don't evangelize. We evangelize with that truth that he's already done it. He's finished it. You're in him. He's not gonna send you to uh, uh, this fiery place and you're gonna become a, a, 
a 7-Eleven hot dog on that rotisserie that the only time you eat that is when you've got munchies at 2 a.m. in college. So we used to buy that kind of stuff, right? So very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I'm doing and they will do even greater things than these because I go into the Father and I will do whatever you ask or require is what that word is, a hetio, in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So it, here's what I'll, I'll challenge you with this is go look in Scripture in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, anywhere in Scripture, even Acts, go look. The only people that Jesus really gets irritated about are the people who put religious requirements on people to receive anything. Right? And who does he show complete love and compassion to? You and I, the ungodly, right? Not the self-righteous is what he's trying to show. Now, he, so what he's trying to, and he, he, gets, he gets a little after the program. He goes, listen, I want everybody to experience me, and if you put any kind of requirement on me, I'm gonna put an end to all that. That's what he said. He goes, because my yoke is easy, my burden's light, and just learn from me is what he says. So I challenge you, go look in scripture. Anybody who didn't come haughty, that that truly came to Jesus to want to be healed, did he ever put a requirement on them to be healed? Never, never. And it says he had compassion on them. If you go look at Matthew 14, 14, I'm not going to give you all the verses because we'll be here all day. But Jesus never withheld his healing for any reason to anybody. Didn't matter if they had a lack of faith. It didn't matter if their belief was above their unbelief. Didn't believe all that. It's, it says those things, but the end result is, did he always heal them? He always healed them. Now, is that his will? If you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. So you know healing's his will all the time. All the time. Because I, that, that really holds people back a lot of times. And then, so, you guys with me? So I don't want to get through every scripture, but just go check it for yourself. Anytime that Jesus, when the people came to Jesus and says, help, did he ever withhold his help? Never, you'll never find it. So if you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father, you've seen the Holy Spirit, is Jesus' will to heal? Yes, yes. You guys with me? Okay. Now, really what I got to do is uproot all the religious nonsense that most of us brought up in. And we had to yell right and say this right and pray and fast and etc. So um, faith is not a level to achieve by prayer or fasting. It's a gift to the spirit. Even faith, even healing, everything is about a life that flows out of us. The real question is not whether I have enough faith to be healed. This is it to me. But is the father someone I can trust? Now, most of the Christianity I grew up in is no. He's ornery. Someday he likes me, someday not. Thank God for Jesus, because Jesus is pretty cool, but I'm scared of that guy. And what he's trying to show is, no, we're the same personality. The Father and the Holy Spirit and me are one. So the Father is nothing to be afraid of, because Jesus goes, if you've seen me, you've actually seen him. I'm just trying to show you what I really like. So I came in a body, so you can't miss it, right? So people need to know that Jesus has completely forgiven them, and all he desires to do is love and comfort them. I've been through prayer lines that where they get him up here and he goes, now, if you have any unconfessed sin, you need to confess your sin, otherwise Jesus won't heal you. That's the worst thing you could tell somebody. I've seen people start breaking down, like weeping, and then they're, they, they don't want to tell these secrets that they've got. Now, does that put them in a condition to trust the Father? No, because there's, listen, I think there's little dark places in every one of us that go, I hope nobody ever finds out about that, right? You have nothing to worry about. That's the good news. He's healed all of it. That's the beautiful part, right? You guys with me? So the, guess what? What we need to do when we pray for somebody is tell them, hey, you know what? There's nothing you've done or haven't done that'll ever withhold his, his healing because he loves you perfectly. He's already forgiven you for everything. So just get that stuff out of your mind. 
If you can get people into a place of trust, it's the best thing we can do. So saturating people's hearts and minds with the unconditional love of the Father will be more to create a healing environment than anything else we do. I believe that with all my heart. You guys with me? All right, I'm gonna read you some testimonies and then we're gonna, we're, 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 we're just gonna go through how simple it is really to pray for people and you guys can start your healing ministry tonight. Isn't that cool? And it's not even yours. It's just, like I said, he, he doesn't do anything without us. He lives through us because we're his body is what scripture says. So he's the head and we're the body and he just freely wants to do it. So anyway, um, I'm just gonna share some testimonies with you. Is that okay? Uh, I'm gonna share one from a, a fellowship in Maine. Some of you guys know Claudette. You guys, we've heard us talk about Claudette. Where's she, where's she in Maine again? What's the city? Belfast? Yeah, Claudette, we need to come there because I want to take my wife on a date to Kenny Bungport. So anyway, she just sent me this this week um, and I uh, asked her to sh- if I could share it because it's pretty, wow. This is one of those Smith Wigglesworth ones. And so uh, she said, in 2009, a doctor informed me that I had a massive tumor the size of a soccer ball in my uterus. Wow. And so they recommended a hysterectomy and proceeded to give me the list of complications that I, that I would soon be experiencing. Um, and she, basically she said she never, uh, she never experienced them until just recently. So... Um, the doctor made me sign a form that had, to be, that had to do with me being told that I'm taking high risk with my own health by not taking this operation. I remember hearing the words that the tumor will fall out. Like, wow. So, and since 2009 up until 2016, I experienced none of these symptoms. Recently, I started to manifest all those symptoms, horrible things. They found the tumor again. And so, actually started bleeding all these things. So, she went to the... Uh, uh, where, where's that part I wanted to find? Um, do, 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 do. Oh, cause, so she said, man, I've, I had unrelenting bleeding. While waiting for the doctor, I began to do heart physics. Exactly what she said. Now, heart physics is simply this, guys. It's simply practicing being in the throne room with him. You know, go to the most secure, comforting place. If God were to meet you, what would he look like and where would he do it? And so she said she started to protect, she started to practice uh, heart physics, I began to do heart physics, I visualized Jesus right there with me and he was comforting with me. That's exactly what you just told me, right? I went straight to the throne room and started seeing him and you're like healed almost instantly, right? Now, sometimes that's really fast like that, the better you get at it, guys, you can go right to the throne room and it says you're gonna find mercy and grace, not, not condemnation. So anyway, uh, by the way, I'm not telling any of you to do this. So I, I believe in medicine, I believe in all that. It's so... This is just her testimony. She goes, you know what? I felt this is what I was supposed to do. So while waiting for the doctor, I began to do heart physics. I visualized Jesus with me and he was comforting me. The doctor came and she proceeded to do her thing. Amazingly, she became shocked along with the nurse. The tumor fell out. (laughs) Hallelujah. So um, now I'll give you another one, which is kind of funny. Remember the lady in Boise? See, this is when I was still believing that. uh, In order to... uh, I've heard so many services on this. The price of power. Have you guys ever heard that? You know, weird that it's supposed to be a free gift of the Spirit, but we got to pay a price for it. So all these healing ministries that I was engaged in and, and listening to is like the price of power. And so I'm praying and fasting. And, and I knew this lady in Boise. I knew she had a, um, a, a liver cancer. And she was waiting for a liver transplant. And she looked, you know, she looked like a cancer patient. Looked really dead and frail and skinny, etc. And so... <laughs> Uh, so I, I remember this so clearly. I'm like, I'm going to be the man. I'm going to pray and fast. And that's weird for me. Trust me. That, that's because I didn't know what I know now. And so 
I remember thinking, man, I'm, so I'm in the Double Tree downtown. I, I picture this, I mean, the Hampton Inn so clearly, downtown Boise, and I'm gonna meet her for lunch and, or for breakfast, and the next morning I'm like, I'm gonna pray and fast, etc. and I'm looking at my watch every five minutes, go, this prayer and fasting thing sucks. It's for the birds. But you know what, Mike? Be in the will of the Lord, and you gotta heal this person, sacrifice your life. I go, wait a minute, Jesus was the one who sacrificed his life so we can live. What? It, so I'm having all these mental things. So anyway, she comes that morning and, and I just said, you know, I, I heard you have this deal and said, have anybody prayed for you? And she goes, uh, oh honey, I've had everybody pray for me. I knew right there she didn't believe Jack. Does that make sense? When somebody, here, put it this way, when most Christians go, honey or sweetie or uh, brother, I'll pray for you. You know what I know? God, this is you and me, because that guy got nothing. So anyway, that just means like I have sympathy for you and you're on your own on this one, because I don't want to be embarrassed if this prayer thing doesn't work. That's how I believe that, true. So there's a lot of jest in there, but it's true. So I remember, I, I remember it just, something came on me, and you don't have to do this, is just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I go, yeah, but every one of those people didn't actually believe what they're praying for. I said, if you want to be healed, let me pray for you. And that's not because of me, and so sure enough, we pray, nothing big, I pray for her sitting there at the breakfast table at the Hampton Inn, uh, Boise, Idaho, and I remember later that Friday, we got a call, and she goes, Mike, you're not gonna believe this. We just had it, the cancer's gone. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Now, I'll give you another one where I didn't pray and fast, and the reason I'm telling you all this because there's no right or wrong way to do it. It has nothing to do with your prayer and fasting. It's a gift of the Spirit. So um, this lady, this other lady, because here, here's why. Unless you're praying and fasting nonstop, when can you enjoy life and life more abundantly? There's gonna be a time where somebody needs prayer, and wait a minute, give me two days, right? What? Come on, it's just nonsense. So I was flying, I was flying to, uh, I don't know where I was flying, but this, this Catholic lady, that, I'm just saying that because that's how she introduced me to herself. I don't care what religion, etc. I got so many Catholic friends that are spirit-filled and do the, all this with me. So um, I remember her, she was, she was maybe late 70s, 80s, I would guess. And so we're sitting there and somehow we got talking about it. She's like, oh, this arthritis is killing me and and uh, da, da, da. so we just started talking about it. I said, you know, I said, uh, uh, would you like me to pray for you? And if they say no, don't be, don't be weird. Follow me? If she would have said no, you know what I would have done? Hey, no problem. Put my earphones back in and, and hang out. What am I, I can't do it if she desires not to do it. So anyway, I remember her sitting there and she's like, oh, my arthritis is killing me. And so I was like, you know what? Here's how this works is I'm just gonna put my hand on there and I'm just gonna pray a simple prayer. And so... I'm trying to do it under my breath, and so I shared this at, the other night at my house, and trying to be discreet, because it can weird people out, doesn't it? Especially if you've never been around a healing ministry or whatever, like, I'll stay away from that. And, and uh, so I'm trying to pray under my breath and just pray for her, and all of a sudden her leg just starts cracking. And she goes, did you hear that? And I was like, yes, everybody heard this. I heard it. And so anyway, I'm like, hey, when the physical stuff starts happening or they start feeling warm, I'm not going, I just, you know what? I said, he's doing his thing and let him keep doing it. And so I, I remember praying and I said, yeah, there you go. You know, just tell me how it's going by the end of the, end of the flight. And so I'm kind of reading my book and I'm watching her. She's like checking it out, you know, like doing this thing. And then she stands up at the end and she goes, I couldn't do this before. I go, hallelujah, man, he's, he's good. He's healing you. And so the next day we're, I was with Barb and she, she texted me and she goes, uh, Mike, I've been telling everybody about this. 
is uh, I went for a two-mile walk on the beach with my friend in California, and I've never been doing this, etc. That's cool. That's life. That's living. And I didn't have to go come out or yell at her and spit at her and Jesus or anything weird. That they, listen, here's God's grace. If you want to act like that and yell at people and scare people, he uses that. But he also uses, here, let me just pray for you. I just think most people still would rather have somebody that has compassion and is loving on them and is not freaking them out and just let him do his thing and not put any of the pressure, weirdness, spotlight on us. Does that help you? Uh, A couple more. I I could give you a zillion. Kurt and Katie, I'll use them. They're up in Kalispell. They do this all the time. They're actually way better than I am. But I remember, uh, I think Ron and Martha, you brought them. Kurt and Katie. And she, I don't remember the testimony exactly, but she was in seizures most of the time in bed 16 hours a day for a couple years, right? And so uh, uh, I remember Ron and Martha invited us to him. I said, well, can I pray for you? And we just did a simple prayer and just said, you know what, I I, I think you're healed. I don't think you're ever gonna have a seizure ever again. And that was probably five years ago. She never had a seizure ever again. Look at that good living and praying and fasting I'm doing. (laughs) None of it. I had no idea they were gonna bring that to me. So what else do I got? Um, and now they've done it because they were so impacted by it. They're praying and doing all kinds of things for people. And I already told you about my friend Mark and uh, Caleb with, with his torn labrum this last week. So you guys cool? I'm just trying to show you that it's real. And, and uh, uh, here's what's interesting. I never felt or did anything in any of those. I just prayed and he did his thing. So it's not about me. So anyway, getting started. There's no right or wrong way, but I'm gonna give you some there's no steps to follow, but some of you guys go, how do I even start if you want to start? Here, this is just me. Now, what's really interesting is uh, I've been studying a lot of stuff on it where um, the Anglican Church does it one way, the Catholics do it one way, the Charismatics, Pentecostals do it one way. You know what? You know what's similar in all of them? Nothing. It's really not if you go study it. You know, some guys are, and we used to do this because that's what we were taught. We used oil and holy water. and You know what? Here's what I believe. God's going, okay, if you're going to give me that, I'll work through that. Just pray and something will happen because I, exp- I want your, my life to flow out of you because you're my body into other people that don't know, know, know a lot of this truth. So I think it's this simple. So ask when the problem started and what exactly is the problem. Like, like with my friend Mark and Caleb, it was pretty obvious. He goes, man, I, I tore my labrum and in uh, football, so I didn't have to go, when did this start, you know, tell me a little bit about it, et cetera. What am I really trying to do? This is, in my opinion, here's what you're really trying to do, is not, don't have them confess their sins and all that kind of garbage. Just try to find out what's going on because it's typically, the root issue is typically something in their heart where they feel guilty or condemned for something they've done, et cetera. I don't want them to blab it all over, but if there's something there, I want to just go, you know what, he's perfectly forgiven you for all that. He's not, he's not withholding anything. He loves you even though you feel guilty. I want you to get rid of that guilt and that, that will never withhold his blessing from you. I mean, you know that our sin does not withhold his blessing. Ever. It says he chases us down with his blessing. So anyway, but to, what I'm, when I say read, be, listen between the lines, what I'm trying to show you is listen for stuff because a lot of the times what you'll hear is something else. Like uh, Peggy, we were praying for your friend and immediately what God shows us to go, hey, you know what, there, there's fear there. There's fear about finances there is really what's going on. So we didn't have to go brag about, you know, go, go hey, tell us about this. You're, if anything that's in fear is not in faith and all the weirdness that we were taught, just going, you know what? Just tell her it's gonna be okay. Tell her that God's gonna take care of her because her heart's fearful and that's what's starting to manifest in her body. So just listen between the lines. Does that make sense? So, but they'll tell you what's wrong. And then, you know, pray for specific results. Like for him, it was pretty easy. Hey, he's got a torn labrum. So it, it kind of goes into the next one. 
is um, me yelling, be healed. He'll work with that if that's what you got. But I got a lot better shot going, uh, pray that his love, because he, he says, I am love and I am light. Um, you guys know what an MRI is, right? Electrical engineer. It's really, they look at the different organs and they look at the frequency of that organ, a healthy organ, and then they'll see spots or whatever that, that frequency of that, those cells right there is a little bit off. Isn't that weird? So guess what? His love and his light, you know what it does? It gets every body part back into the right frequency. Isn't that cool? See, I love the, the science behind it too. So you're praying that your love, his light, his compassion and healing power of the Holy Spirit heals the specific problem. So if they tell you, I've got arthritis in my knee like that lady, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna just be not really trying to <clears throat> all the stuff I saw, just listening and go, you know what, Lord, I just believe you wanna heal her and make sure she knows she's forgiven of everything. You can never go wrong with that. That make sure they know they're forgiven, not have them confess sin. Make sure they know that it's over, the sin deal's over. So they don't have to be fearful of God, being mad at them or hell or any of these weird things. So let them relax. And then what I try to do is the, really the heart physics. I try to see them being healed. I try to use my heart and my mind to see them being healed. I try to see that body part or whatever with, with our, because with, it says, you know what, we will see and hear him in our spirit. You can start practicing that where you can see things. It's, you, you can all do it. Hey, you know what? Throw a little kid who's five out in the woods with a stick and that stick will become a gun. It'll become a car. It'll become a tractor, everything. They can do this thing. And guess what? So can you. You just forgot. You got too realistic, right? You're fearful and wonderfully made, guys. You can do amazing things through him living through you. So, and then just ask him if it's working. And if it's not, you know, pray some more and go, you know, I'd be happy to pray, continue to pray for you as we go. So, like I said, I don't want any of you tonight going out of here going, I'm, I'm all the, I, I, I'm being healed in faith. No, you're not. You're not being healed. Nothing's going on. Right? So I want it, I want, just check for real results. Does this make sense to you? Does this sound too easy? Who said uh-huh? Marth, it's easy. It's that simple. So anyway, that's what we're going to do. And we, we, we can, does anybody want me to pray for them if they have any physical things right now? But I want, I want you guys to do it too. If, if anybody wants to have a, wants to do this, I'll, I'll help you do it. Where I would just say, who needs physical healing? I won't make you come up here just because I don't want you. Okay, I see one back there. All right, anybody else? You? Okay, I want to do one for you to see how simple this is. Some of you guys that enjoy this, come on up and I'll just show you. Uh, and then you can cut the feet, etc. because I don't want to keep you any longer. Um, Dan, you need, you need prayer? Yeah. yeah, come on. All right. So anybody else want to come up here? Come on. Buddy. My girlfriend. Yeah, Michael. What? And I'll pray for all of you, but uh, I think every one of you, if, the, if you want to do it, I, I, just participate with, with whoever. I'll go to every one of you as well, but I want to show you it's not me. It's, not, uh, it's just him. So anyway, um, what's, what's, uh, what's physically wrong? It's, uh, let me show you what. That's about as much as I can lift right there. Okay. Uh, here I can do this all day, but that's it, and that's painful to lift it that far. So. Can you still fart with your arm? Yeah. Oh. I, I've been to the dock up at the academy. There. That's a guy thing. Sorry, ladies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they want to do an MRI later. <laughs> about a week. I shouldn't be that bad. She's getting experience of boys. Sue and Rika, you're, yeah, you're yeah. right? So Bear, my little guy, she's like, is this normal? Because Bear was playing like Christmas songs, farting with his arm. I go, that's a guy thing. It's, yeah. I'm just joking. So right. anyway, what was exactly wrong? Um, they're going to do an MRI on the 8th just to take a look at it. But they say that it's uh, got some um, calcification on the... Where, your shoulder? Tendon. Yeah, tendons. 
on your tendons in your shoulder itself? Yeah. Okay. So, let's, all I'm doing is, hey, what, what do we need to pray for specifically? Does that make sense? And then even as you're praying is, you know, just try, be sensitive to, because he'll share some things with you. Like when we were praying for Peggy's friend, he's like, you know what, there's a fear going on there. Just, just ask the Holy Spirit to give her peace that surpasses all understanding to take care of that fear because the fear was really what was generating the physical thing. So I'm not saying that happens every time, but just be sensitive to it. Follow me? So we're just gonna pray. Anybody else? Yeah, you come up. So all I do is I just pray for his, his power, his love, his compassion, everything, and I try just visually see that shoulder being healed. You know, in my, in my spirit, my imagination, it, it's so close. You know, your imagination, your spirit, etc. cetera. Um, that's really how you do it. So what, what it's, what'd they say? There's cysts on your? Calcification. Calcification. In other words, uh, calcium deposits growing on my uh, tendons. Okay. So when I move it, it hurts. I, and the only reason I'm showing you this is because I want to see, you see how simple it is. Does that make sense? So if they let you, uh, if they let you put your hands on them, put your hands on them. You know, if it's, if it's somebody else's wife, ask for permission. Um, yeah. yeah, don't weird yeah, people out. Yeah, come on. Yeah, don't weird people out. Be normal. Come on, guys. And so, like, a lot of times if Barb's with me, I go, hon, just put your hands on her. Or if not, you know, obviously if it's in sensitive places, you don't want to put your hands there. So, use your brain, Okay. So, this is not hard. So, Father, we just love you. We praise you. And you guys be sensitive, too. If he, if he shares anything with you, it says we're all part of his body, and he gives different things to different people. So, Father, we love you. We praise you. We just thank you that Daniel's completely forgiven. He's completely guilt-free. He's perfectly loved. He's washed away everything that he could ever have any guilt about any shame about, it's completely gone. You see him as the perfect, perfect provider. You see him as the perfect son. You see him as perfect in every way in him. So Father, just ask that your love just start touching his, what did you say again? Tendon? What did Tendons. you say? Tendons, all right. Yep. Just remove any of the calcium of those tendons right now in Jesus' magnificent name. Let the healing power of the and his love and compassion touch every tendon, touch every joint, touch every bone. Father, just pray for synovial fluid to just start feeling that right all around it right now in Jesus' magnificent name. I just declare it's healed in Jesus' magnificent name. Father, we just thank you those tendons are healed right now in Jesus' magnificent name. Any remains of any calcium are completely washed away in Jesus' magnificent name. We just thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' magnificent name. Father, we thank you, we love you, we praise you. We just thank you for it. Father, we thank you that those tendons are perfectly healed right now in Jesus' magnificent name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll just let them know he's perfectly loved and cared for right now in Jesus' name. And see those tendons being perfectly healed, any cysts, any calcium being removed right now in Jesus' magnificent name. Are you feeling anything or no? No, other than your hands on me, no, it still hurts. So. Still hurts? Yep. Yeah? Can't do anything different? And then you know what you do? Pray. Yep. <laughs> Amen? And you do nothing. Oh, yeah. I hear you're trying to be healed, actually. Well, it's, so it's, much, no, it's, it's old it, teaching that's it, crap. Yeah, if I had to do it, Shh. it could do it. <laughs> Serious, I, I mean that. Yeah. Because you're trying to be healed right now. Oh. Just be quiet. You do nothing. Okay. So you're not, that, that's what he's showing me. He's like, because you've got so much religious teaching, you're trying to be healed. You do nothing. You hang out. You don't even say Amen.
Okay. And I told Caleb to do nothing. Don't even say anything. Let, 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 let the Holy Spirit do everything. You guys know what I'm trying to say? I'm not trying to embarrass him. It's just I've been around so many healing things that they're like, yes, Lord, I believe I receive it. You're receiving Jack right now because you're trying to do it. You relax and do nothing and let him do it. Does that, does that make sense? So we're just going to pray again. <laughs> so you know I love you, right? Uh, that's a good by Dory. Okay. Good. All right. He's packing probably too, so I better be yeah. careful. So we're right. safe in this church. Just put it that way, okay? All you guys are worried about, I go, I'm not worried about it in this church. Trust me. We've got a divine plan, and then we've got the backup. <laughs> so, uh, Father, we love you. We praise you. Healing power of the Holy Spirit. Just touch every part of his tendons in his arm and his elbow. And just let your love and compassion touch the deepest parts of his heart, Lord, parts that he doesn't even know. healing the power of the Holy Spirit, just your love, your compassion, your light shine on every one of those cells in his tendons, in his shoulder, in his muscles there, in Jesus' magnificent name. In Jesus' magnificent name. We just thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that it's being healed as we speak in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. I feel it getting warm. You feel it getting warmer? Yeah. Yeah. Because you got your hands up there. That's no, no. <laughs> no, there's a difference, honestly. Can you feel it, though? A little bit? No? Nothing? I can feel it. It's interesting. So we're, I'll, I'll keep praying with you, but that's what you do. You don't, you see, here's what I don't want him to do. I don't want him to go, no, Daniel, you just believe and receive and go out in faith. No, if he's not healing you, he's not healing you. Let's be honest, right? If it's not working, then we're going we're gonna to keep praying and do something else. Follow me? And just ask if there's anything blocking it, you can ask that in the Holy Spirit. Does that, does that make sense to you guys? And so... There, I, I want you guys to know there's no guilt, there's no shame, there's nothing that you did it wrong or didn't do it right, and he didn't do it wrong or did it right. But I could tell, like, stop trying to be healed. Because mm. most of the stuff that we were taught was believe and receive. And so I saw people do this, Lord, I'm believing. And saying amen and amen and amen. Like, no, 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 let him do it. You relax and do nothing. Does that help you guys? So I'm going to keep praying for you. But is there anybody else that wants to do it? Mm. I need healing. You do? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you can, you can cut the tape or whatever. Stay here, though. Yeah. You guys are released if you want to do it. But if, you want to, if anybody need prayer, come on up here, and we'll pray with you. So that's all I do is I don't go, oh, it's over, and go, Daniel, be healed. In Jesus' name, you're healed. No, we just keep praying. Because here's, here's what I know most of the time. Now, here, I hear this kind of stuff. Everybody healed was healed instantly. Yeah, but... We, we, all of us have a veil where we don't see everything perfectly clearly and there, there's darkness in our hearts. Does that make sense? Most of the healing I've been around has been experienced over several days or weeks where we continue to pray and we know that he's being healed. So, hey, hey sometimes it's miraculous like the lady with the, the, her arthritis was healed right there. Now, I didn't, I didn't do anything different. That's what I'm trying to share with you. Does that make sense? So, does this help anybody? So I would just tell you, hey, throughout the week, you can do this. You can use this. You don't even, I don't want you to think of it as a formula, et cetera, but it's, I'm just trying to give you some people like, I don't even know where to start. Start here. And then he'll work with you different ways, et cetera. But uh, anyway, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to do this and just teach you how simple it is because I think if anything, if we can get people physically healed, guess what? They feel a lot better about life just in that, in, gen in general. They start to enjoy life a little bit more when they don't have all the pains, the aches, the nonsense, and they can actually start believing that he's good. So that's what I wanted to get across. Does that make sense to you guys?